Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Girls Club podcast, hosted by Nicole and Molly. We're excited to share with you our tips, thoughts, and ideas to elevate your health and live your best life. I'm Nicole. And I'm Molly. Hi, Molly. Hey, Nicole. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I feel great. I'm loving life. It's been a glorious week, actually. Yeah, one of my favourite weeks in a long time. Same. I think it's just because clients are smashing it which can be really hard around this time of year, but I feel like the relationships we've built and the, the things we put in place are just thriving. Working. Mm. And yeah, I just, I think ev- like everything feels so positive mm. and fresh. Yeah. We've got something exciting coming tomorrow. I know, I'm really keen for that. I think that's it as well. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like Molly and I have been putting our blood, sweat and little tears into empowerment recently. And it's just I don't know it's just great to be like on this little adventure yeah it is it's really exciting so what are we talking about today Mal? we are talking about overeating Mm. so this is one of the most if not the most highly requested podcast episodes that we will do and it's something that like it's always quite ongoing like Mm. I when we were talking about it before this um, or even just planning this little episode like I still think about the the tools to put in place for mm, this. Like oh, it's yeah. so easy to overeat. Oh yeah. You don't even notice you're doing it yeah. most of the time. Well, there's nothing about our world that doesn't promote overeating. Oh my god. Bloody supersize portions in America. Yeah. Supersize portions, additives that create cravings within us. Mm-hmm. A, f- a world where we get things so instantly and fast Literally. and impulsively. Two for one. Yeah, two Deal, for one. Deals, deals, deals. Yeah. Like everything about our life really exacerbates and increases the chances of overeating. Mm. And I think that it can be as minuscule as you've got a bad habit or it can be as as like intense as you're really driven by food and emotion really takes and it's, over. It's a crutch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and actually food preoccupation goes up wildly after dieting. And I think that's a lot what a lot of people don't realise yeah and when they try to then go and intuitive eat it's actually much harder than what they realise exactly because you just go back after a diet you just kind of think that you just go back to eating normally Mm. but obviously you've completely changed your the way that you look at food and your your whole sort of your preconceived idea of food and nutrition has just changed because you've been Mm. on this whole phase where you're 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 eating less Mm -hmm. But it doesn't. You're probably a bit subliminally hungry, mm. and this is why things like restriction can really cause like not even physical hunger, but mental hunger as well, because you're just thinking about the food because you don't know when you're going to get it. Absolutely, absolutely, and I just and I, and I love up today's episode because I think it's going to speak to so many women in all different places in their journey. Whether you're absolutely. someone who just overeats a little bit whether you're you know on a fat loss journey and the only thing that's hindering you is your overeating yeah there's going to be so many tools that we lay out today and just really the biggest one is the self-awareness piece i think 100 percent. and yeah like you said like this overeating what's so great about it is that it's um there's such a spectrum Mm -hmm. it could literally be like oh I had an extra handful of peanuts when I didn't really need it. Mm -hmm. That could be the difference between you being in a deficit and you not being in a deficit. Yeah. Um, But it can also be quite deep and quite emotional as well. But the great thing is, is that the tools are kind of the same. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like this, there's going to be 
scales in which how in depth you go about them depending 100%. on how intense they are but yeah there's always something that you can do yeah which is great well i think to premise if there's things that you really recognize within you throughout this podcast and you know that perhaps maybe for you it's a little bit deeper and a little bit more ingrained perhaps you're you know binge eating or emotional eating's taking over your life do not fret it's absolutely something you can work through like a like hands down it may just mean that you need a bit more hand holding and a bit more support mm. and like that's where i work with clients one-to-one to offer that support because obviously the great thing about these tools is you can work you can go and work on these all on your own and actually you might have revelations after this podcast podcast episode and realize that it was just the self-awareness that you needed backed up by some tools to really yeah. change a habit for your life um, but if, if on the other side you're like, do you know what? I think this is something that could change my life, but I want a little bit more hand-holding, then please know that you can reach out. Yeah, there's definitely things that you can do, no matter how deep it is. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, so to start off with, a little bit of like um, examples where you might overeat. So this is us creating the self-awareness for you to be like, oh, okay, that's me. Or, oh God, I didn't realise yeah. I do that. Or maybe you didn't see it as perhaps overeating, but this is this is the most common ones we see. So a big one is office snacks. You're 3pm, mm-hmm. Karen in the office is like, do you want a digestive? And you're like, I should say no. And then you have six. Yeah. And we see this a lot. Yep. This is like the, you know, oh, I'd be great if I could just say no to the sugary things in the office. And I have to say, number one is be kind on yourself because if it's being waved in your face or if everyone's doing it around you, it's very easy to adopt habits of the people who are around you. Like exactly. we literally, And it's not bad to have it. No, absolutely <laughs> like not. You haven't failed if you eat Karen's digestive. <laughs> eat Karen's digestives. Yeah, and where, where for me, where I really recognise this when I worked at the bank is it's a habit to say yes the same way it is almost to say no so once you say no once although it's going to feel extremely uncomfortable if you've been saying yes for a long time actually once you start saying no that's a a new habit that you can create and it almost becomes less of a stress or a worry it's like less of a thing yeah exactly um and one thing we will talk about the tools that you can do around this but one thing that really helped me was bringing in my own snacks that actually Mm. it's not snack snacking is not the problem it's when you're overeating on things that don't make you feel good like digesters for example without getting too deep them alone could like spike your blood sugar yeah or if you're having a bit of a slump in the afternoon they're not going to pick you up the way that we'd like like them to yeah um you might be bored and eating in the evening that's a big one for me oh yeah me too that would be my crutch yeah it's like if i were to be called out on any of these i think the evening boredom or just Mm. even boredom for me it's like late afternoon where i've Mm. had my lunch and i'm just waiting for supper also if karen came over with her digestive exactly you'd be vulnerable oh my god if she came over i'd like grab them from her <laughs> hand Karen, let's go. um just like boredom like it's genuinely there's you have nothing to do yeah it's uncomfortable so you eat yeah exactly <laughs> well it cures the the minimal uncomfortableness that we feel through boredom yeah and the in the human world now we don't like feeling uncomfortable it makes us feel weird and we're just like oh i, I want to cure this and food being a um dopamine spiker will do that for you exactly and especially because we're in such a doing world now yeah. like there's people seem to be busy 25 hours of the day yeah oh, um yeah. and over and it's just like oh sometimes we forget that you can just be mm-hmm. and not have something to do on the list well boredom can really feel like underwhelm yeah you're like underwhelmed of your day yeah 
you've been go 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 all day or like say you've had a really busy morning and then your afternoon you're having a bit of a slump or after dinner you're having a slump that can feel underwhelming yeah and then what's going to put you out of that a cheeky bit of dopamine snacky snack Mm -hmm. so um we've put working from home here as well because obviously you haven't necessarily got a car in there but you've got your kitchen sitting right next to you oh my god when i you know the week the first two weeks Mm -hmm. actually not the the first week because i was still doing photo shoot prep but the the week a few weeks after when we had just got gotten out of the office mm. and we were sort of working from home a little bit more mm. oh my god even just having the fridge there i don't know why i just opened the fridge door yeah it's such a habit yeah just open it and then like even if it was just a, a grape i'd just be like Ooh, little, oh look at that like juicy grape, grape there mm. yeah <laughs> whereas if you were out and about would you even have thought of that grape no it's genuinely comes down to out of sight out of mind yeah 100 percent um then we've got hitting the fuck it button so this could look like say for example you've gone out for dinner and then you have i don't know eaten you order chips and you think oh do you know what fuck it i've already lived my best life i've ordered the chips instead of potatoes and then because then you might eat like 10 chips for example feel full but because you're already in that fuck it mood you then have the 20 because you're out anyway yeah and then that's where you might then get dessert, you might then get a, like, you know, a cocktail. And all of these things aren't inherently bad, but when they're starting to go past hunger and you've hit the fuck it button, it can become very, um, I guess, impulsive. It can feel, again, uncomfortable. So you're trying to cure that with food. And it's, yeah, because there are very fine lines because like there's, oh my God, if you go out and have starter main pudding mm-hmm. and cocktails and you're loving it, Mm-hmm. then by all means go for it yeah it's when you're not doing it for the feeling you're doing it just because you're out anyway yeah like you're just like well i'm i'm out anyway like i may be really full but fuck i'm it. gonna just carry on going yeah it literally hits it feels like a fuck it button has been hit mm. it's like oh i've got more chips on my plate and i'm hungry and i don't really want them but oh fuck it like I'll start my diet tomorrow or oh fuck it I've already eaten some it's like a it's like when it go. it's not a decision that's am I hungry or am I not it's oh what can I do to like indulge and gorge and I, feel better it feels rebellious yeah 100%. as opposed to you just enjoying your night out 100% um, another one is not feeling satisfied with your meals so I love this one because actually some people snack only because they're not satisfied by their meals did you know that? that's mad yeah so it's like the pickers the people who like consider themselves as someone who picks all day if you looked at their meals they're very rarely satisfying i see so they so they then have more snacks Mm -hmm. when really if they had just three regular square meals Mm -hmm. which were all very balanced Mm -hmm. um and filling Mm -hmm. they wouldn't even think about the snacks yeah like they might have like a afternoon snack for example to tie them in between dinner but they wouldn't be pickers so like what happens is so with hunger right we have a level that we need to hit to feel full and we have a level that we need to hit to feel satisfied like have you ever eaten a meal before and you're like oh that just didn't satisfy me absolutely and now you're not hungry but you're not satisfied yes and you're thinking about food and you're almost like deflated yeah like your overnight oats yesterday oh my god molly made overnight oats right she brought them to my house and literally it was water with some floating oats i haven't made overnight oats in months (laughs) and i got my ratios so wrong it was genuinely biscoff soup yeah oh god it was like i was looking at it and i was actually so sad because i was like I can't go home and make more. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you made me Chef some Nikki delicious Lee. porridge instead. 
but I just know, I just knew it was so good that you did that because otherwise I would have eaten my little oat soup. Yeah. Felt Somewhat really, full. yeah, felt full but not satisfied and then just go buy, go to the shop and buy myself buy a bar or something. Yeah, because you're missing that satisfaction piece. Mm. And that's why like, it can feel like, oh, I'll just have a tiny brekkie or a tiny lunch or a tiny dinner when you're dieting. But actually, the power is really having like an abundant meal. Get that volume in, yeah. Get the volume in, make sure it's satisfying you. Like, make sure it's actually what you want to want, what you yeah. want to eat as opposed to what you should eat. Yeah. Like if you go into a diet and think that all you should eat is chicken, veg and rice, yeah. I bet a grand that you will be craving non-stop pizza chocolate Mm -hmm. all the things that you said that you shouldn't eat because humans are rebellious yeah well so i learned about this recently in my course but pleasure food with pleasure right can actually change the difference in how much nutrition you uptake nutrition from your food you uptake that's ridiculous wild right so if you're not enjoying your food you could actually be hindering yourself anyway so that broccoli rice and chicken for the people who don't enjoy it if you're eating it because it's supposed to take it tick a box and get your nutrition in you're not even going to uptake as much as you think anyway that's so like isn't that why so sad i know <laughs> just think of all the people who've like put themselves through it so your food has to feel pleasurable and i think the the really sad thing that the diet industry's done has believe made you believe that the two can't exist mm. that you can't enjoy your food and it be part of your diet or part of yeah. feeling good you know like i for example i don't know like i'm trying to think of food like say for example you had like tuna and rice and the difference between you enjoying that meal or not could be a bit of cheese mm. some feta or some grated cheese on the top you are going to feel far more satisfied for way longer if you add that cheese on 100% and that stops the picking mm. so yeah a common one of overeating is not feeling truly satisfied by your meals um, another one is cravings cravings can happen for all sorts of reasons it could be your time of the month it can be um it can actually be be affected by like what else you've eaten that day yeah then it could be affected by um mood it could be affected by restriction it could even be like what your body needs yeah if your our bodies are so clever like they'll subconsciously tell you what you need by craving things so um like a state it's like it's like they say um one if one of the symptoms of having anemia quite bad anemia mm. is craving things like chalk and ice oh and it's because you they gen you genuinely i don't know why ice but you for chalk especially you gen you genuinely need the minimum the oh my god do i just want to like you genuinely need the minerals so your body goes like sets your brain to crave those minerals oh, wow. and that's why you it's it's well pika is the sort of eating disorder where you um crave like objects like non-food items oh my god has it got a name pika yeah um and it goes with these cravings of like random objects or items mm. just because your body genuinely needs that mineral so it's finding wow. the fastest way to get that minerals in chalk i know that's so interesting yeah. yeah and like as well your hormones so say for example you weren't having a lot of fun in your life things mm. like chocolate and cheese like spike your dopamine response a lot yeah. higher so you might crave things like that um and like magnesium iron oh my god yeah dark choc on dark the week choc. before my period mm. is like god's gift and needs must yeah for sure 
um, under eating as well. Like there can be numerous amount of things where you crave food. And one thing that's really helped me because in the food freedom piece, it's very much like eat what you crave, da da da. But there is a line, right? Yeah. And this is how I help decipher it. It's deciding is what you want in the moment more important than what you want long term? Yes. So say for example, I'm craving chocolate of an afternoon and I've had like a square dot chocolate and it satisfied me, it makes me feel good, but then I'm still craving it, which can be very normal. Is it then that I eat a bit more and that would help me or hinder me? You've got to really decide, mm. is this gonna then make me actually feel you know, I'm not eating out of hunger anymore. I've already tried to satisfy the craving and it's still lurking at me. You've got to really decide if it's going to help or hinder you your long-term goals. And yeah. is it worth it more than in the moment? And that takes so much practice. Like, yeah. it's not going to be one question and then, whoo, I've, I've satisfied my cravings. Yeah. I know exactly Discipline what I'm doing. Discipline is an art. Discipline is, it's a, always a work in progress. Yeah. There's not one person who's like, I am disciplined full stop. There yeah. will always be something where they lack a bit of willpower and that's absolutely okay. This yeah. is why we give you the tools and the exercises to do mm. and you're not just gonna do them once and then never do them again. You're, mm. it's, you're literally gonna Practice. do them every single day if you need. What I love about discipline and like where I think that I find it hard to have a reframe and what's changed my life is like, okay, it might be hard in the moment saying no to the chocolate, but it's gonna be much harder for me down the road when my skin's really bad and I've not, perhaps I don't know like I've gained a lot of weight and I'm feeling comfortable (laughs) so it's like choose your heart you know and then also with the cravings like um if you're craving chocolate for five days I think eat the chocolate do you know what I mean if it's an evening you're bored and you could actually put it down to something else the the like the the likelihood of you not eating that chocolate and feeling better is high yeah do you know what I mean exactly um and then the last one is well we kind of touched on it already but stress and emotions oh this is the fucking hardest one. Oh my god I get so hungry when I'm stressed oh god yeah it does all sorts of things to your body yeah stress puts you on autopilot more than anything yeah and autopilot is where we will emotionally eat without even thinking about it mm-hmm. like it's, it's it's we're going against our chimp mind which is like our animal mind which reacts way quicker than the human mind yeah so you're almost picking food up before you even think about it sometimes your mindfulness goes out and even just being you're like an ipad kid yeah you just are on autopilot eating um and then obviously you're not registering that you're eating yeah so even when you finished your plate you um you don't think you have yeah do you ever get i've i've had that before i've been scrolling whilst eating and then i like go for another spoonful and my bowl's empty yeah and i'm like oh shit i've eaten my whole and that that's the satisfaction piece you're not feeling satisfied so great you've now filled yourself up and i'm still hungry but there's no satisfaction there because you're not even you're not taking the flavors of the taste Yeah. yeah exactly and mental hunger can be just as hard so stress and emotions and like we said before that's where you're getting into the self-awareness piece is going to really help you at times like that and a lot more pausing and bringing yourself out of those emotions is going to be your your kryptonite Mm. that's how you're going to be able to eventually come to a place where you might feel stressed you might feel triggered but food isn't the answer anymore yeah 
So, ways to stop, because I know everyone's waiting for it. Diving for it. So, we've got a few good ones. And if you if you really um, want to dive in deep a bit more about any of these, please mo- message Molly and I, because mm. this is our bread and butter. This is what we love to chat about. And we've got so many resources oh, for that sure. we give to our clients and just to like help them, even just to refer back to them as well. Like yeah. They are, are actually so helpful. If we, if we could really go through everything we know of this subject, we'd probably be here for a three-hour podcast. Yeah. So we've tried to genuinely condense this <laughs> as much as we can in a way that's actionable for you to take away today and think, yeah, do you know what? I can fucking give that a go. Yeah. That can change my life. And it's so nice to do it at this time of the year because obviously you can be in two minds this at this time of the year. You can be living your best life, not thinking about fitness, just going on holiday, enjoying yourself, drinking loads, and that's great. But you can also be, actually, I want to be feeling a bit bit slimmer a bit tighter for summer mm-hmm. um but you've got all of these social events coming and that mm-hmm. can be really really stressful and quite like scary mm-hmm. so these tools can literally be the difference between you not having to track not having to go on a diet per se but you feeling good mm. about yourself and yeah like you could genuinely i think if i followed all of these steps and stopped my overeating mm-hmm. i'd like lose kilos yeah for sure the thing is right we are and we bang this drum all the time but we are for feeling good okay yeah one part of overeating that people don't talk about enough is it doesn't make you feel good it's even take away the weight side of it your digestion gets bad you could get acid reflux you can feel bloated you can feel tired sluggish you know your blood sugar can go out of control they are not the they are not things that make you feel great do you know what i mean black and white doesn't matter how slim you are if you are overeating and then even if then under eating, overeating, whatever cycle you are in, if overeating exists in your life and you're not eating out of hunger, and to, and honestly, this there is a ratio where that can exist too. You know, there are times where you'll eat just out of joyous occasions yeah. or treat yourself to cake, or and that's great. But if overeating is a lot present in your life and it's not feeling, not helping you feel good, then whether you are Sally who wants to just live her best life this summer or you are Susan who wants to lose some weight, both people can be helped by these tools exactly and like if you do overeat like there's a big difference between that and food freedom yeah for sure Um, for sure and that's i think what we should all be striving for yeah well it's it's getting the choice back exactly it's feeling like oh i I would like to overeat on this holiday but like you might be out with friends and they i don't know treat some cake and you weren't hungry but you can make a choice in that moment and i think that's the empowerment we all need it's that freedom it's you can say yes to that piece of cake but you could also equally say no yeah and it's not because you're doing it for a reason other than I'm feeling okay or I'm feeling good or I'm Mm -hmm. feeling hungry like you're genuinely just doing it for you and nothing else like the boredom eating alone can feel like not your choice it can feel like every evening you sit down and the boredom takes over and you're like oh if I don't eat it's not going to go away yeah so this is us like almost giving you back that choice yeah okay so number one is having awareness of the habit so that's why we've gone through that list so you can be like right where in my life do i overeat where in my life is it hindering me and not feeling like my choice this podcast is literally your step one yeah just becoming aware what is it awareness is the first step to change isn't it exactly exactly and it's so true once you know it's almost like once you know something you actually can't go back yeah because you're empowered otherwise you're a mug yeah (laughs) otherwise you're like shit yeah exactly and it's and it's it's the having the awareness is like the empowerment that we all need uh-huh it puts our blinkers on so for me 
it's my evening times that I would overeat for sure. Second is finding a new routine. So this is going back to like your habit loop and establishing new habits, new routines, new pathways in your brain. For example, if my overeating in my evening time is its worst, I might have, my current state might be, okay, I have dinner and then I look for dessert straight after. Now, there's nothing wrong with dessert, but there can be times where I overeat dessert because I'm just bored. Yeah. Um, or I'll go back and pick for more after my like said dessert. Mm. In that moment, what else can I do in that time? I could get a shower, I could go for a walk, I could call a friend, I could journal, I could watch some TV. It's like looking, and and there might be a bit of trial and error in your life, but it's like, what new routine can you create that makes eating no longer the only answer to your problems? Yeah, literally just rejigging your schedule and filling that time with an activity that doesn't have to be such a doing activity. It could literally be like a 10 minute, meditation yeah where you're away from the fridge i know myself i my time where i overeat is when i am back from work um i train in the morning Mm. i come back from i work and then i come back i've had my mid-afternoon snack Mm -hmm. and then i'm just kind of waiting for supper Mm. i'm not really doing anything um so what i do instead now is i've just changed my training to that time yeah because that's when I know I'm, I'm going to be trying to root around the fridge yeah so instead I'm just working more in the eve- in the morning and training then the training in the afternoon still yeah. having my snack mm-hmm. still enjoying all of the food not restricting at all but mm-hmm. just like filling that time with an activity that yeah. I enjoy doing or say you are like Sally in the office and Karen's come over and she's like here would you like some digestives if you know hunger is actually quite high for you at that time or your boredom is high, I would have like a snack prepared that makes you feel good. Yes. And I would have like a green tea. So like, say for example, Karen comes over, she offers you the biscuit. I'd be like, right, I'm gonna go stand up from my desk. I'm gonna have a toilet break. I'm gonna make a green tea and I'm gonna come back to my desk. And that's your new routine that's made you feel good. You've moved your body a little bit. You've made your herbal tea or your cup of tea. Mm -hmm. And then you've come back and you've got your orange and your banana waiting for you. Exactly. New routine. Even just rejigging your meal times can like, stop you overeating so you can have brekkie at 11 10 or 11 have your lunch at two so actually by the time karen tries to tiptoe in at three you're like no hun i've just had my lunch i've had my satisfying lunch Mm -hmm. and i don't need your digestives exactly take them away go away karen (laughs) go away karen (laughs) um number three is not eating enough in the day Now I see this a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, especially in the diet mindset or previous diet mindset. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna eat as little as I can throughout the day. And all that does is catch up to you by the evening time. Oh yeah. And it always subliminally comes from restriction. Yeah. Like ever so slightly, just, okay, I'll just have a smaller brekkie, a smaller lunch, oh, I'm not that hungry in the day. And there will be some people where that is like very true for, But if you are then noticing that of your evening, you want to eat everything inside, you're snacking, your dinner's like, you know, the best thing since I spread, and then you still want to snack and you're still not satisfied, I'd honestly look at you're how much you're eating. You're not a morning person. Yeah, you, yeah, you are hungry in the day. Yeah. You just don't know it until the evening. Yeah. Like, your coffee is not a meal. 
No. Do you know what I mean? And yes, it might suppress your appetite, but if you're then getting home at five and wonder why you can't like get out the snack cupboard, that is why. Yeah. So honestly, check in with how much you're eating throughout the day. And that might feel like an uncomfortable change. I know it is for many, especially if you're used to eating very little in the day. So meet yourself halfway. If it if you can't like double up on your meals or include more snacks, I would like add you know one ingredient to one meal. Yeah. Like add yogurt to your banana in the morning. I think I think this is this one is quite scary for people yeah because they don't know until the end of the day yeah so then increasing their calories at the beginning of the day yeah it's very easy to think well i'm still gonna feel so hungry yeah at the end of the day and this is why you've got to really go at it really quite small baby steps and build up you don't literally need to have a massive full english breakfast for, for breakfast yeah the first time you do it because you might be worried that you actually still feel full but like you said just adding a bit of yogurt to your banana mm-hmm. just taking it as small as you can and then just checking in with yourself in the evening whether you feel hungry whether you might need to increase it in the day mm-hmm. just going as small as you can and then mm-hmm. also just leaning on support and like talking through it as well yeah and if you've added more in the day right and then you know usually at five o'clock that's your habit kicking in so whether you're hungry or not whether if you start fueling the day and your habit kicks in it's like oh let's go to the cupboard and let's eat boom add a new routine in there mm-hmm. so you might be someone who then decides to walk home from work so you get home a bit later or you might decide to go straight for a shower when you get in or you might decide that actually you will leave a snack there for yourself but it's not going to be the usual biscuits and crackers that you eat you're going to leave yourself you know two oranges when you get in something that can still give you that satisfaction but yeah. break away from the routine that is hindering you and just prep it yeah it's so easy to overeat when you don't know what to eat yeah because you just have a little bit of everything yeah if you've got something in your fridge that you've prepared yeah you're just gonna eat it and then that's it yeah even if on those days you need to move your dinner a little bit earlier to like negate some of the snacking or the boredom like this is why like the trial and error is amazing because you're not there's no you can't fail there is no failure that can happen in tweaking on your diet you're looking for your personal sweet spot so for me say for example i tried going for an evening walk after my dinner and that really helped me not eat dessert or not eat as much great if then i get home i'm still thinking about it that's when i when i might want to look at okay what else could i do do i need to go for a walk a bit later do i you know it's just rejigging and allowing that wiggle room to really find what suits you flexibility and it's great because everyone's is going to be different yeah but you can still use these tools no matter what your day looks like yeah 100 percent um number four is not cutting out or restricting so this goes back to like the cravings the stress on your body the mind hunger and feeling like you know and head hunger the best way i could describe it is when you know you're physically full but you feel hungry yeah um and unfortunately restriction or taking anything out of your diet can really exacerbate those feelings yeah so if you know right now there is an area you're restricting whether that's because you want to lose weight or because you feel like that food is quote unquote bad for you then i i really encourage you to have a look at that food and try to build on that relationship even if it's in baby steps literally it could be the smallest step ever Mm -hmm. and like it sounds really cliche but we genuinely want what we can't have mm. so if you tell me that i can't have chocolates the only thing in my mind will be chocolate mm-hmm. it's like if you say if i say to you nicole don't think about a bike yeah. what are you now thinking about <laughs> a bike exactly mm-hmm. and you're going to carry on thinking that thought if i'm just like don't think about a bike 
yeah. think about a bite. Don't think about a bite. It's the same going. It's that nagging in your brain. Don't eat chocolate. Don't so eat chocolate. I can't eat chocolate. I don't eat chocolate anymore. You, all you're thinking about choc- is chocolate, chocolate, and your brain's so going to be true. like, oh, chocolate's on the mind. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Do you remember how sweet chocolate was? Oh, yeah. yeah, let's have a bit of that. And then you're going to want the chocolate. And that's when the fuck it button can come down. And then that. you're like, you know what? I'll just have one day of just eating chocolate, and that's going to cure my cravings for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And you go eat that all of that chocolate yeah because you still inherently think it's bad for you which feels like a bad choice which like guilt comes in and restriction can also look like say for example i went out for dinner tonight and i lived my best life i got the three courses i had the cocktails the only way that can go wrong for me is if i decide that that was a bad thing to do guilt myself and decide tomorrow i'm going to eat less to compensate Mm. restriction that is where your restriction comes in and actually all that then happens is the desire to overeat again it's a co- like a constant cycle yeah. and without diving too deep into binge binge is never caused by binging it's caused by restriction yeah you solve your restriction you've solved your binge so on a lower level if you are finding that you are you know removing breakfast here and there or taking meals out to compensate mm. Honestly, my biggest number one advice is stop the restriction. Yeah. Your body always, always deserves fuel. Always. It doesn't matter if you had 10 cocktails last night or two. You, this morning, deserve breakfast. And I assure you, the more consistent you make your nutrition, the less you will crave and the less you will feel like you want to press the fuck it button because you're actually fueling your body and your body feels safe the only reason why you press the fuck it button is because mentally and physically your body's like i don't know when i'm gonna get food again i need to go eat everything because this bitch is gonna make me scrimp on calories tomorrow yeah exactly (laughs) so you just gotta feel safe and it can be really scary yeah oh my god 100 percent. and coming from someone who cut out loads of foods when i was younger then to like binge on them and then in my older age like have been advised to remove foods for other reasons for me that was so scary because i'm like oh god i don't want to feel restricted yeah And, and it comes back to that choice it has to feel like my choice yeah. and an empowered choice to not feel like a restriction. Um, but again, that's not me saying, okay, well, I can't have that food. I'm never going to eat it again. It's okay. I'm going to see, like, choose to have other options when I can. But that's in no way taking food away from myself. Yeah. I still fully eat and nourish. And, and like with the chocolate cravings, for example, I have chocolate every single day, so I never crave it anymore. Yeah. Like that sounds bizarre, but you'll actually find your cravings get so little when you honour like when you're eating satisfying meals and yeah. enjoying your food the cravings are so little yeah yeah i love it um the stop method so this is just a little tool you can take away that is so powerful and seems so minuscule we could like change the trajectory of your day yeah it's cr- i love this method so this really helps you like surf the urge and i think one thing that we need to accept is that throughout any reason why you boredom eat you just feel uncomfortable sorry mm-hmm. emotional eat you feel uncomfortable whether that's boredom sadness stress underwhelm it is a version of you feeling uncomfortable your body is smart and it knows that to get out of that uncomfort comfortable feeling you can eat so one beautiful thing to know is that the urge can also go by letting it go so the same way we eat to get rid of it time does the same thing Mm. so if you say for example nicole sits down tonight and she's like "Mm, I, i fancy some dessert what you want to do is say to yourself okay right could i wait 25 minutes could i wait 20 to 25 minutes 
before eating, yes or no. If it feels like, oh no, do you know what I really, really want to eat now? You already know that's not hunger. That's in, that's intense, that's impulsive, that's an urge. You're filling a void. Yeah, you're filling a void. So set your timer on, wait for the 20 to 25 minutes, but know that that urge is there and you're gonna sit with it, but give yourself full permission to eat. Now this might sound completely backwards, but what you're saying to yourself is, do you know what? If the urge is still there and the hunger is still there in 25 minutes, I'm gonna honor it. Yeah. That way, you can start to differentiate between an urge, genuine hunger, cravings. Because what might happen after 25 minutes is you think, oh, I actually am a bit hungry. Yeah. Great. Maybe your dinner wasn't um, satisfactory enough. So that's something you could try tomorrow to add more into your dinner. Mm. Like, why are you still feeling hungry 20 minutes later? And that's something great to explore. On the other hand, it might be an urge and you might realize after 25 minutes that it's died down or you might think, okay, I want to wait 15 more minutes and it's getting... You might have forgotten. Yeah, literally. And it's almost getting comfortable with the uncomfortable and knowing that it will pass. And it's around that food scarcity because you're not... There's not one part of this method where you're like... I cannot have this. Yeah. You're saying you absolutely can have this. You absolutely can. And that's can. so comforting. Yeah. Um, mentally. It just means you're just going to wait a little bit and that's absolutely okay. Yeah. And like sit with it and think, okay, what emotions are coming up for me right now? Yeah. And what the stop method is so good for is creating that pause. And that presence. Yeah. One thing we really don't get enough, especially in our stressful lives, is pausing, stopping, breathing, checking in with ourselves. What emotion am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? Uh, like exploring this with yourself is going to really help you with that self-awareness piece you might not be hungry you might have just had a really shit day yeah and need a bit of a cry yeah exactly <laughs> and that's fine and need someone to talk to yeah um a really great 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 way great question you can ask yourself alongside the stop method and on, on your like self-check is mm. how do i want to feel tomorrow and is this nourishing for me? So like, say for example, you like, or about to, I don't know, you're craving loads of chocolate, for example. There's an occasion where that would be the nourishing decision to just eat it, enjoy it, have a mm. craving, maybe out with friends. And there's gonna be a time where that's not going to nourish you. You've already eaten, you're already full. Tomorrow you're gonna feel bad. Um, you know, it's just it's just checking in and asking me those, those questions to like take a step back almost. Yeah. Um, and give you give you yeah the the self awareness piece. Then number six, we've got a visualization technique. Now I love this one because you can do it so quickly, or you can do it for thirty minutes. I love this one too. It's visualization. So in the morning, what often happens is we go about a lot of our day in autopilot. So what you can do is literally put on some music or a guided meditation, and I want you to visualize your whole day without overeating. So say for example, you literally visualize Karen coming over to you and she offers you the biscuits and you visualize yourself saying no. Or like in Mylon Molly's case, you visualize yourself sitting down for dinner, maybe having a bit of square chocolate for dessert or whatever your little evening ritual is, but then you're not going to pick for more. You're not yeah. gonna go then overindulge or overeat for the sake of it. Visualizing it and now do this as much as you want and as often as you can, because what it does is it gives you a new comfort zone you have now visualized something to the point where you feel comfortable in it and then your body is not going to feel uncomfortable in those situations anymore if you identify with it Mm -hmm. it's going to feel like it's going to feel comfortable because that's who you are it's your new normal we love who we are Mm -hmm. 
and we feel comfortable with what we do every single day there's a reason why we do it every single day yeah so if that's what you're visualizing and that's what you're identifying as mm. anything out of the ordinary ordinary which could be going and coming back for more snacks after when you yeah. know that you're full mm-hmm. unsatisfied that's going to feel really weird and mm-hmm. like I'm a creature of habit. Mm. So anything that feels outside of my routine, I'm going to actually not really want. Yeah. Which is why it's uncomfortable to then stop overeating. Yeah. But also when you stop it, it feels uncomfortable to overeat. Yeah. And that's why like the visualization just gets you in the in your new normal. Some people can't even imagine going a day without overeating. So it's actually bringing that back and being like, do imagine it. Imagine yourself saying no and imagine yourself feeling really happy in your decision. Genuinely, like, have the audacity. Yeah. Have the, How exciting and fun is it to think of a time where, like, you're happy with what you eat and you feel nourished and you feel really healthy and strong? Like, mm. how great is that? Yeah. And you've just got to feel that feel. Feel. Yeah. <laughs> visualization you can do it for five minutes you can do it a minute you can do it on your way to work do it while you're listening to music just visualize yourself making the better choice and feeling fucking great about it yeah and last one is mindfulness now this one changed my life because i did not realize how unmindful i was i think this one's great because actually if you look at the other ways that we've stopped they all come down to this yeah it's like this is the umbrella term for everything that we've spoken about yeah 100% being present so a little a little fact I learned recently is that how you describe your food will change the way you feel about it so say for example if you eat a meal and you're like mm, do you know what that was really satisfying yeah. your satisfaction levels actually go up oh, just from that. the terminology you use that's so good yeah it's why like people who bu- like do bikini prep this is probably slightly toxic but <laughs> they they will tell themselves that they're not hungry because if they're like oh i'm so hungry yeah oh god i'm starving it completely exacerbates the feelings of it well it's like if you if you tell yourself you've had a shit day yeah, or like you've... one minuscule action has ruined your day then it has, it ruined, has your ruined your day yeah. and you're the only person whose day's been ruined because yeah. you've allowed it to ruin your day yeah whereas if you think okay that was not um, great what happened but actually other than that I've had a really banging day Yeah, you've had a really banging day <laughs> yeah for sure so it's the same with your food like so I would always say have three deep belly breaths before you eat like thank your food or feel grateful for it because that's going to get you into a state of like digestion and ready to digest focus on it focus on it chew turn it. your phone off chew it like chew it slowly like breathe it in like enjoy all the different flavors and aromas don't have your phone on swallow your food before you go for another forkful yeah like literally like chew it swallow it acknowledge it yeah and then go in for another one yeah a really good thing to do um and one of my toolkits that i have is put the fork down yes so between bites put your fork down or if you really want to get mindful is eat with your opposite hand oh really yeah because it completely brings you into the present because you're not you running on any on it, you have yeah. To, yeah literally you have to focus on wow. it crazy oh eh? God, i'd be like a little baby i'd need a bib i know literally <laughs> too um but it's like really slowing you down really bringing you back to that awareness piece 
um, using your words after, like all like sounds, like mm, this is so nourishing. This is so good. Mm-hmm. Like the way it's already proven. Like the way you think about food affects how your body metabolizes it. Yeah. And your gut and your digestion. So if you're like, oh, looking at this food, God, this is so nourishing. Yeah. Mm, I can't wait to enjoy this. Or say, you know, you want to have your two packs of biscuits, uh, two packs of biscuits, two biscuits <laughs> of an evening as your dessert. That's absolutely fine. But say to yourself, oh, do you know what? That was just enough. That yeah. was really satisfying. Talk to yourself with that language. And like, aside from the fact that you're then stopping your overeating, by being present and eating mindfully, you're also not go. It's going to be the little things where like, you know when you eat too quickly and then you get really bad indigestion? Yeah. That's going to go. Yeah. Acid reflux, that's going to go. Yeah. Like so many physical side effects which are really beneficial are also mm. going to go literally just from you not being an ipad kid yeah. and focusing on your food yeah just a bit of mindfulness like i would start with challenging yourself to eat one meal mindfully a day yeah just like put your phone away put it in a drawer so it's out of your sight out of mind so you don't see any notifications mm. and then just build from there and, and have fun and also with like it check in with yourself see how you feel from doing that compared to the meals when you don't chances yeah. are that probably you're going to feel a little bit more positive mm. than when you had your phone out or a little bit more satisfied and then just ride that feeling yeah oh i love it i love it so to round it up you just want to create awareness of your habit you want to create some new routines make sure you're eating enough throughout the day don't cut anything out or restrict you've got your stop method so that's just giving yourself 30 minutes or 25 minutes to um decide if you'd like to eat or not that's going to really help you understand if it's hunger or an urge then you've got your visualization technique and then lastly just some mindfulness just being present yeah oh love it i love it i can literally talk about it for days oh me too and you know if you do want to chat about this more please molly and i molly and i's dms are open and if you are worried or if you've like actually listened to this and be like oh shit i do over it and i didn't even know and you don't know how to go on from that or you need a little bit of a helping hand maybe with any of the methods like honestly just message us yeah we'd love to know and help and you know share this episode there might be a lot of people who could be helped by this i think that a lot a lot of us in the world we are in today experience this and it can really be the difference between us feeling great and living our best life and it's, not yeah it can be the smallest change that has the biggest difference yeah amazing thank you very so much Mom. thank you nicole i'll speak to you very soon Toodaloo.